0: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio.
1: Welcome, it's so great to have you again with me this week. I am so excited about all of the amazing books that I am receiving as of late. They seem to be topics that have been on the forefront of my mind and also topics that I seem to... Uh, have a lot of my listeners writing and asking for, and specifically today is one of those topics. We have been talking about a new age, a new planetary reality, how to move into that new space, and how to prepare for this transformation of the planet. And is there actually a pathway to enlightenment, especially as we move into this new direction? Well, there's an internationally known wisdom teacher whose books are best-selling around the world, and the name is Imre Valyan, and he has released his latest, title which is called The New Planetary Reality the coming avatara and the nine paths to enlightenment and i am fortunate enough to have his editor here william von host who is going to uh, go into and dive into some of these pieces about this because so many of us really are awakening to different multidimensional aspects of ourselves, have an understanding of the God-being that we are, and are ready to now really embark in the new ways or paths that really allow us to reach that place of enlightenment and transform into this new planetary reality that we are going to be going into. The new planetary reality is a guide to understanding and preparing for the amazing possibilities of the coming Avatara. With the Nine Paths to Enlightenment, people can expand their consciousness and widen their awareness in order to work with the new energy and assist in the imminent planetary transformation. So each of these nine gates or paths to enlightenment uh, include meditations and practical techniques. And what I'm excited about is we're going to get into a little bit of a few of these. I'm not going to let you have all of them because I want you to get this book. But we're going to get into a few of these to give you an understanding that there is something out there for you. There is a guide. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome... William Von Host to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, William. Thank you. It's great to have you here. And I think the first place I'd love to start, in case people need a better understanding, is really about the Sanskrit word avatara and uh, what it, it truly means, what it means in the context of where we're going and individually within ourselves. Can you talk a little about that?
2: Yes. The word avatara means a descent from above. So what this means and this is the true meaning of the word avatara, there's a lot of misconceptions in the East. They think that anybody who receives some kind of mystical experience is an avatar, which is technically not true. But an avatar is is a an energy field, a divine force that very intentionally descends into incarnation and that avatar descends when the earth is in crises. So, throughout the ages, earth has come into crises, and then there has been a divine avatar who has descended, and that has happened many, many times. This happened both in the east and the west. Christ was an avatar who descended at the point of crisis 2,000 years ago. Huan Yin in China also was an avatar. And she descended as well. And what these divine incarnations do is that they bring a new impulse to a very particular location, particular people, and a particular time. So it's coming from the divine. The divine knows that humanity is in trouble, it's in crises. And the divine knows that what will help at that moment is a new vibration. So Christ incarnated into a physical form and brought into the Middle East this dynamic love energy and radiated in his being throughout his his life this dynamic love. And likewise, and I'll use Kuan Yin as an example, in, in China, she incarnated as well and she brought in this energy of compassion and gentleness So what happens is that the divine is always monitoring what happens on earth, and it's always responding to crises. So what's happening today, there is an avatar that is descending, but what's very unique about today is that, unlike in the past, where the avatar has incarnated into a physical form, What's happening today is that the avatara is descending, but it's not descending into a physical incarnation. It's descending as an energy field around the planet. So what our task is and what the task of anybody who's tuning into this new energy is, first of all, to understand the process. And then when you begin to pick up on that energy, that you're able to help The avatar and to help other people connect to that beautiful energy field.
1: So the avatar is not someone that's already on the planet that's that's growing into their their wholeness. This is an energy field that will support others into accessing and stepping into their wholeness. Is that correct?
2: That's perfectly correct, yeah.
1: And has this avatar been influencing us um, all along, or is it something that is now descending? I know Emre says that um, that the coming Avatar has actually kind of been here since 1875. So with all of that, how did we get to the state of crisis that we did?
2: Well, humanity is very good at getting into crises. And what, what is happening, in, and this is also part of what Emre is teaching, is that the Earth is also in a crisis for not just for what human beings are doing, but for many other reasons as well. And in his prior book, Planetary Transformation, he talks about all these energies that have been bombarding Earth and has been bombarding Earth since 1875. And what he's saying is that we are getting hit by horizontal energies and we're getting hit by vertical energies. So horizontal energies mean that it's coming from the physical dimension, the lower creation. So he refers to our little solar system, who has always been moving around a very sleepy part of the galaxy, is now stepping into a more dynamic part of the galaxy. And he refers every in that book, Planetary Transformation, he says it's like riding a train in Europe from a very rural area to a very dynamic city so when that train is moving and it's getting into that dynamic energy things change and that's what's happening to our solar system we've been moving out of a very sleepy part of the galaxy and now we're moving into a much more alive and active and dynamic energy and so what that does is that it stimulates everybody it can stimulate people into high achievements into feeling the energies coming in but it also can trigger people into fear or despair or violence or anger because they're not able to handle that energy. And that's the horizontal energy that's impacting us. But there's also a vertical energy that's happening. And there's, there's a couple things, one of which I can mention, is that there's actually happening is that there's a thinning of the walls between the worlds that is in the lower creation. So we live in our physical plane, of course, but we also have other worlds that we live in. We also have what is referred to as the astral plane. The astral plane is the world that we go to when we dream. When we die, most of us go into the astral world. So what is happening is that the walls between this physical world and the astral world are getting thinner and thinner. So the good news is that we're becoming more united With the inner dimensions, the bad news is that some people are not able to handle that increase in energy, so just, as as I said before, with this increase of energy in the horizontal plane, some people are not able to to cope with this new kind of energy. So, what this all means is that the crisis is multidimensional, but also the potential for, and many people have talked about this and Many prophecies have talked about this promised golden age. So we're essentially at the doorstep of this golden age, and we have this incredible energy of the avatar itself that is, in a sense, overseeing what's happening on the planet and helping any individual. Because this avatar is so... So, beyond our human comprehension of, of what a cosmic being is, is really able to help any single of the seven billion souls walking on this planet. When that soul becomes sensitive within their inner core, that avatar is able to help them. The so one like Christ or Kuan Yin, who only had an impact of a few people around them in their physical bodies, this avatar has an enormous impact on the whole planet and can really help any single person to to really move into their to the inner being and to help this whole process.
1: Planetary avatars are not beings from our planet at all, but entities that have a high status of cosmic attainment, having evolved above not only the human, but also the angelic and archangelic archangelic levels of evolution. In our case, the earth planetary avatara or the coming avatara is a vast cosmic intelligence that is able to embrace both the visible and invisible dimensions of the planet, the physical, astral, mental, buddhic, and nirvanic worlds, all within its own auric field, trying to help the process of planetary transformation on earth by healing and balancing the conflicting energies pervading the invisible dimensions. This coming avatara has been influencing the Planet since about 1875. And by coming, it means that it has been within the auric energy field, the invisible dimensions of the planet, and will influence and increase as it penetrates the physical dimension. This is from the book by Imre Valyan, and it is entitled The New Planetary Reality The Coming Avatar and the Nine Paths to Enlightenment. My guest today is William von Host, who's the editor of this book, and we're going to dive a little bit more into that when we return. We'll be right back with William Von Host.
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you seen eleven eleven? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
1: Imre Valyan was born in Budapest, Hungary and emigrated to New Zealand as a refugee at the age of 16. Since 1980, he has dedicated his life to the teaching, the wisdom science, through his extensive writings and through workshops and retreats conducted around the world. He is a mantra yogi known worldwide for his best-selling books on spirituality, some of which include The Warrior Code, Planetary Transformation, Heaven and Hell of the Mind, and The Art of Meditation. The book we are talking about today is entitled The New Planetary Reality, and it speaks on the nine paths to enlightenment of the coming avatar. And my guest, who is the editor of this book, is William von Host, and that is who we are speaking to today. So we're going to dive right back into some more of this amazing information. One part that I read, William, in the book was that if the avatar suddenly appeared in full blazing glory in the energy field, that it would be so strong that it would create even bigger problems on Earth because of the opposition from the materialistic elements of society. And it seems like so much of what is truly trying to break down in what we're calling crisis is our materialistic endeavor into so many aspects of life. So um, is, is this gradual coming of the avatar also uh, such a heightened energy field that it's creating that crackling and crumbling, that so-called crisis that is, so that we can evolve into the new planetary reality?
2: What it is, and I know this sounds so science fiction, and I've had other radio interviews, and I'm not always able to speak about all of this, but what is happening is that since 1875, this this cosmic being, this is a cosmic being that has never, ever appeared on Earth before. So this is a very unique moment in Earth's history, which also means that we're in a very huge crisis on the planet as well. So what this avatar. Is doing is, since 1875, it's very, very, very slowly d- dropping down through the inner dimensions. And if that avatar were just to drop down all the way into the physical plane, it would completely buzz out every single person on this planet. We'd have seven billion zombies walking around. It's an incredible light energy. I mean, it's incredibly strong energy. So the, the avatar knows absolutely that, that it cannot do that the avatar knows that it, it works very intelligently, but also very slowly. So through the last 130-some you know, years, it is very slowly descending, and it's able to touch people who whose vibration, whose energy field is able to receive it. And what that means is that when you... Are able to to lift your vibration, or to lift your consciousness, or are able to move into the deeper levels within yourself, then you can pick up this energy field, and then the avatar itself can begin to work with you. So it's a very mysterious process, and it's never happened on the planet before, and. Likewise, it's also because the whole frequency of this whole planet is, is really waking up and there's, there's so much energy here, it's affecting people in negative ways as well. So it's this whole kind of delicate balance of, of helping the people that can really move into their, into their inner depth and, and help. And, and when people do that, they're able to help the avatar itself. They're able to, to manifest the energy field around them they're able to have an impact on their family, their friends, their community, their country, and Avatara is then able to, 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 to become even, to descend even lower. And so it's an incredible kind of balance of these, these, these two forces at work.
1: So we live in a world in a society that has really had challenge of being in the now. But yet we are a society of people that want everything now. Um, is this gradual dissension of the Avatara, is it something that is happening in our lifetimes, or is this something that is going to really take perhaps several hundred years? And what does that mean in terms of our own uh, rising into multidimensional reality as humans?
2: That's a good question, and, and also it's a, a complex question. I'll do the best I can. What Emery says is that this avatar is basically having a thousand years to, to work with Earth. And it started in 1875, and people may think, oh, well, there's plenty of time, there's, there's no crisis at hand. But what Emery says in the book The Planetary Transformation is that we're in the midst of a 20-year critical period. So what he is saying, and this maybe started a few years back, is that 20-year period that we're in right at the moment will determine all of man's destinies. So we now, this moment in time, are in the most critical time that the Earth has ever experienced. So what is happening is that there are people waking up, there are people walking out in nature and realizing that nature itself is waking up. There are people who are having experiences that they've never had before because and everything's waking up. So the the impact of, of what's happening is enormous. And what's so beautiful about this coming avatara is that the avatar is so multidimensional that it's not just focused on so-called spiritual people, but it can also focus on anybody on this planet whose intention is to help the greater human race. So that a politician, an economic um, professional, a um, scientist, a teacher, whose whose vision is to help the greater whole, that avatar can, in, in its vast intelligence, help that person move into bringing about the new. So, And, of course, people who, who are you know, spiritually focused are being helped as well, but but it's more than just the spirituality. It has to do with every dimension of life, education, economics, politics, everything that you can think of that avatar and its infinite intelligence is able to help this planet through this 20-year crisis.
1: So it, it seems as if as this avatar is coming down, there's actually a merging of the worlds that could be taking place, and in the book it talks about how the astral world and the physical world will come to a place where they merge and mingle, and the invisible and the visible will be able to see itself. Talk a little bit about that transition and what that means for both
2: worlds. Well, what it means is that we are, because we live in this physical world, and we get so caught up in the density of the physical world... We get so caught up in, in, in our mental perceptions of what this physical world is about, or we get so caught up in judging everything from our five senses, which are, are fine for the physical world, but they're very limited to experiencing the inner dimensions. So the impact of this is when these, this wall spins between this world and the next world, what happens, and it's beginning to happen, and some people may may experience it, this themselves. You can look up at the sky, and you and something's changing. There are there are actually manifestations of the of the astral world that's actually beginning to appear in the physical dimension as well. I was in New Zealand a year ago with Emory on a retreat and it was 7 o'clock in the evening, and we're getting ready to go into session, and it was raining out, it was quite dark, and all of a sudden off to the west, I saw a rainbow. And it wasn't just a rainbow that I've seen my whole life, but it was a rainbow that all colors were red. The whole rainbow itself was red. Mm. So, it, you know, in tuning into that and observing that, it's like, this. this is not, this is something unique, this is something... I'm not understanding in my rational brain, but it was beautiful. And I, what I, I, I would like to say on these interviews is that open your eyes, open your experiences, open your feeling nature, open, just observe, and you'll notice things are changing. You'll notice that nature's waking up. You'll notice when you look up in the clouds, that there's an energy field up there that you can tune into that can help. So this has an enormous impact on, on all 7 billion of us on the planet, each in our own way, when we can get out of ourselves, get out of our own little stuff, and really open up to the incredible miracles that are happening, then your, your life begins to transform. Your life begins to, to open up to these new possibilities.
1: In the next one or two hundred years or even earlier, there could be a massive clash in society between those who want to move into the new reality with open eyes and open minds and those who want to close themselves down even more because they're afraid of the truth. Similarly, the Avatara cannot force people to change. The Avatara will, like all spiritual teachers, give out certain energy streams that will allow people to go with it or not. There will always be those who cannot or do not want to be stimulated. The many materialists who refuse to believe anything they cannot see, hear, or touch. But there will also be people who are able to sense the stimulating high-frequency energy of the Avatara. Everybody will have the opportunity to jump ahead of their normal rate of evolutionary development or even complete their spiritual journey and attain causal consciousness or even Buddhic and Nirvanic consciousness, if they have the capacity to do so. It remains to be seen how many human beings will be able to change and move ahead in spiritual evolution and how many will miss the opportunity. This is from The New Planetary Reality by Amre Valyan, and you can find out more at soundinglight.com, that is the publishing company, soundinglight.com or you can go directly to the website planetary-transformation.org that's planetary-transformation.org my guest today is william von host who is the editor of the new planetary reality the coming avatara and the nine paths to enlightenment we'll be right back after this
0: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine, order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. The 7th Wave Channel, on the Voice America Network.
1: Welcome back. Before we get back to our programming, I do want to mention that the latest issue of 1111 Magazine is up. This is my free gift to humanity. I create this bi-monthly, and it is packed, jam-filled with amazing articles, uh, beautiful writers from around the world, and also lead-ins to many beautiful books or CDs or DVDs that you can tap into to support your own journey. You can get your free lifetime subscription by visiting my website, 1111mag.com, or simran and you'll also find out about some other things that are going on. I have just introduced a Daily Diary video that you can tune into on YouTube. I also post that on all of my social media, which you can connect to at SimranSingh1111. The book that I'm speaking on and and interviewing on today is The New Planetary Reality by Imre Valyan, Valyan, and it goes into the nine paths to enlightenment for this new reality the guest that is speaking is William Von Holst, who is the editor and is doing an amazing job of helping to bring understanding to some of this material. The coming Avatara is a cosmic avatar, but no matter how grand and glorious it is, it has to work through people, people who are able to do its work. If there is nobody able to do that, the Avatara will just remain in its own high-frequency vibration. That's all it can do. So the Avatara can only work through you you have to understand that your very person and life are a channel through which you can help the avatar manifest the glory of the divine plan. If you don't do it, who else will? There will always be a few people who respond, and they are responding at present. But it is not enough that only a few people rise to the challenge. It is meaningless because it is now a planetary problem. Practically every country on the planet is dysfunctional in one way or another, and this task is enormous, almost superhuman. But we will have the help of the avatar if we do the right thing ourselves. That is from the book, The New Planetary Reality by Amre Valian. William, I'd like to go back a little bit. Um, I spoke about or read from the book uh, about the causal consciousness, the Buddhic and the Nirvanic consciousness. And in the very beginning of the book, there's actually a a chart that goes into the seven different planes. And I'd love for you to go into some of those that you feel are of importance or need further explanation right now, because some people might not have an understanding of that terminology.
2: Well, as Christ said... In my Father's mansion, there are many rooms. And Christ always spoke to simple folks, but he said very, very, very very, profound things. So what that means, in my Father's mansion, in my Father's house, there are many, many rooms. So we, the human beings, live in many, many rooms. In the, in the Father's, in this, in this planet Earth, in the solar system, there are many dimensions. And the basic dimensions are seven, and each are incredibly vast and beautiful, and each is more dynamic and beautiful than the one prior. So, of course, we live in the physical dimension. We know the physical dimension, and we are incarnated into the physical dimension. So we, when we descend through the various planes, we descend from our soul or we descend from the causal level. So our souls, and every single person on this planet has a soul, a soul who has incarnated 10,000 times into this physical plane and has gone through 10,000 births, 10,000 deaths, 10,000 relationships, 10,000 mothers, 10,000 fathers. We've all experienced an enormous amount of experience here on the physical plane. And the soul knows that once it descends into the physical plane it almost loses contact with a, with a, with that being on the physical plane because it 's so dense down here so the the soul goes through its process it descends into the physical plane it is, has its intention for each incarnation, and it also absorbs karma from each incarnation but what that soul is working for is that soul is working for that in One of those incarnations, it can connect with that physical being, because when that soul can connect with that physical being, then the soul itself can transcend and move onward in its journey. So there's that physical dimension, but between the physical dimension and the dimension of the soul, there is the astral dimension, which is the place, as I said before, where you go when you dream, when you die, there are heavenly worlds in the astral, there's um, hellish worlds and the astral. So most of us, we die, we kind of live in that astral world for a period of time, and that kind of mirrors the physical dimension. Then beyond the astral dimension, it's referred to as the mental dimension. The mental dimension is faster than the emotional. It's actually where our thoughts exist. So, in essence, when the soul incarnates, it takes on all its emotional bodies that it's had for those 10,000 years, and it also takes on the 10,000, or I should say lifetimes, it takes on those 10,000 lifetimes of, of those thoughts. So those are huge obstacles here here that we deal with on um, as a human being because those surround us. So our soul, which is at the causal level, is unable to connect to us because there's so much stuff in our aura because of everything that we've we've created in the past. So the dimensions above our soul are the dimensions where the the the, the divine light exists. Those dimensions don't have form. Those dimensions it's very hard for us to conceive of it, but those dimensions are are consciousness. They are light itself. They're a, there are worlds that are just light itself. The Nirvanic dimension is the is a world of, of light. The um, Buddhic dimension is the world of unity. So this all these seven different rooms in in our father's mansion are incredibly vast, incredibly beautiful, incredibly complex, and it is they're all waiting for us to explore. They're all waiting for us to, to venture out of one room and move into another room and experience the absolute miracles and wonders of the next room. And when you begin to feel comfortable in that room, there are rooms further inward in that beautiful house that are even more miraculous. So the journey for a human being is absolutely incredible, and that journey for every human being is absolutely incredible, and there is so much that we can accomplish there's so much that we truly are. And part of what this whole process with the Avatara is, is that the Avatara is here to help us get into another room, help us move in our inner being into the inner more dimensions of who we are. So the, the miracle, what's happening today, is that there's so many people that are, that are beginning to wake up I know the planet's in crises and there's horrible things that are happening, horrible things will happen, but in that whole process, there are people that are really waking up and really can make a difference.
1: So, I, I know in the section entitled Merging of the Worlds, it speaks about these different planes blending, and it seems like people that may not be doing their work or people that are not as prepared, they could potentially um, be really shocked by this. It could could almost be psychologically devastating. And so it's it's this book to help people prepare in that way of, of knowing what is to come and also knowing the paths so that as we... Tear down, whether it's the veils or the walls or whatever the, the lines are between these worlds, we are not so shocked at, at seeing that, or is it more based on the openness of our mind from the get-go?
2: Well, there, there are people that won't be able to handle the thinning of these walls. They may be hearing voices. They may be seeing things. They may not be able to, to understand what's happening, and they think it's something they have done, or they, they're they just not clear on what's happening. So what Emery is doing is he's really getting the word out that things are changing, the dimensions are are opening up, and people who can resonate with that will explode into into a whole new way of living. Christ said when one of the disciples had a, a relative who died, and and the relative or the disciple wanted to run off and, and bury his relative, and Christ said. Let the dead bury their dead. That's a very powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Because what, he's, yes. what, he's say, what he's saying is that, and, and, and I'm not trying to be judgmental, but it's just a fact, when we live just in our personality, when we live just in our mental body, when, when everything all day long kind of goes through our brain, and everything that we experience is kind of a, a, a mental or, or an emotional or a physical In in terms of all the huge rooms in in the Father's mansion, you're in a very limited room. You're in a very boring room. You're in a very, as Christ would say, that that room is quite dead compared to the infinite possibilities when you move into the next room. So when Christ said, let the dead bury their dead, meaning that the, the kind of the dead in their energy field, the tightness, I don't know if you are able, I'm sure some of your listeners can respond to that, but... But when you meet somebody and you just feel their auric field or you feel their, how they feel energetically they 're quite tight they're quite they 're quite buzzed out in their brain or they 're quite um, they 're they're quite stiff and it 's just a, a frequency a frequency of, of that they they've locked themselves into habits and they 've locked themselves into the way they understand the world, or the way they've been taught to understand the world, and they're not able to move into the inner mysteries within themselves.
1: That was really very powerful. Um, I'm, I, I just I could sense that with those words, what that meant. You know, the, the dead bury their dead, because there's so many people that are walking around. Um, kind of like The Walking Dead. And if they continue in that way, the only thing that can really happen is that they carry more like them with them. And that will be very, that could be very psychologically devastating to have so many different types of experiences taking place and not understanding. And so it's important, as Amre says, that we must each do our own work to support this coming Avatar uh, and to support ourselves so that we really get there. So let's get into a little bit about These nine gates or different ways and paths to enlightenment. Um, First of all, how did they come about that these are the specific pathways to do this? And what has, have you had your own experience within any of these
2: gates? Well, what's so beautiful about Emory, and I've been working with him for 27 years, and I've been on many, many retreats around the world, and I've lived with him and traveled with him is that he's infinitely practical. He, he does teach these almost kind of science fiction scenarios, but at the basis of him, he's infinitely practical. So everything that we do with Emory is simple and it's practical, and it's all based on moving into the inner dimensions of who we are, or moving from one room to another. So each of these nine gates is something that each of us already has, and they are ways that we can perceive. So, as I said before, when you, your five senses can limit you on the physical plane, but each of those five senses has a counterpart in the inner dimensions. So on the inner dimensions, you can see. On the inner dimensions, you can hear. On the inner dimensions, you feel. And even on the inner dimensions, you can taste and smell. So what Emery does in, in each of these pathways is that he focuses on one of your inner spiritual senses. So some of the pathways focus on how you hear. There's one that's a passive hearing, and there's another one that's a dynamic hearing. There's a couple that are focused on the way you see. So... In one of them, you visualize the real. So it's working with your your sense of seeing. There's another one working with feeling. So just your whole life energy force and the way how you feel moving from moment to moment to moment in your life is, and this is referred to the very first one, the spiritual warrior, is how you feel the energy around you, how you feel the energy within, and you can move through that feeling nature and tune into the, the deeper levels within yourself. So what each of these pathways is, is just a very practical way of how certain individuals, and each of us is quite unique. Some of us can see better on the inner dimension. Some of us hear better. Some of us can feel better, or some have a combination of some. So what he always is focusing on is to help each person in their own development with as many possibilities of, of moving into the, to the next room as, as, um, as each one of us can can experience
1: in the olden days, Noah was told to build a boat because a big flood was coming. Of course, everybody laughed because Israel was in the desert, and in those days he was miles away from the sea. Well, he did build a boat, and the rains came. He was the only person who was responsive within himself. We have a similar situation now. We have to build a boat of salvation for all of humanity. The 7 billion people incarnated on this planet and the rest of who are in the inner worlds so that they can penetrate the inner dimensions, the permanent and eternal spiritual reality within themselves and within the planet, then the big transformation can happen. In his book, Planetary Transformation, Amre Valian mentions that humanity has been given the grace of up to about 300 years to transform itself. If it fails, we return to the old ways of war and disharmony with the normal suffering and disease. So we have some time to look at the situation, how we caused it, and what we as humanity can do about it. And this is where this teaching comes in. For the last 30 years, Amre has been teaching the idea of spiritual regeneration through the way of wisdom and the way of love, the importance of working along the lines, because if we transform ourselves individually, we transform the world. You can find out more about this book by Amre Valion, the new planetary reality at soundinglight.com. You can also go to planetary-transformation.org and we will be right back with the book's editor William Von Host right after this. <music>
0: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, 444. Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
1: The New Planetary Reality is a guide to understanding and preparing for the amazing possibilities of the coming Avatara. With the Nine Paths to Enlightenment, people can expand their consciousness and widen their awareness in order to work with the new energy and assist in the imminent planetary transformation. Each of the Nine Gates or Paths of Enlightenment include meditations and practical techniques. And a sampling of these paths are the way of the spiritual warrior, the way of transcendental sound, the way of transmission of divine power the way of visualizing the real bondage and liberation. These are but a few, and it is a really, really beautiful book. I cannot stress enough that this is one of those books you want to pick up and definitely read some of the information is, is profound and I have a lot of dog ears and a lot of underlined statements. So when I do that, it's a book everyone needs to read. The website you can go to is soundinglight.com or planetary-transformation.org. My guest today is William Von Host and he is the editor of I'm Ray Vallian's book, The New Planetary Reality. So since I have, um, seem to have taken up the whole show asking all the questions I wanted to ask because I have the book in front of me and know the nine paths, um, we're going to have to have everyone buy the book to learn about all of them, but let's pick one that we can go into a little bit, William, and give them a tasting of one of the nine
2: paths to enlightenment. Well, let's focus on the dynamic sound. Perfect. And That's the one I just opened what, to. great! <laughs> okay. Well, the dynamic sound is, is so powerful because the sound itself can change consciousness. There's a statement from John, in the beginning was the word and the word was God, which is always a very peculiar text. What is what does that mean in the beginning there was the word and the word was God? What that means is that in the beginning there was sound and the sound itself is divine. So what sound can do is that sound can create or sound can destroy. So when we focus on all the the horrible sounds of, of sounds from television and and horrible movies and music, that sound is, is quite destructive. It, it diminishes life. But when you're able to tune into sounds that are the creative sounds or the sounds that the divine itself speaks, then you are able to move from your limited consciousness into a much more expanded consciousness. So what Emory focuses on so much is to... Work with the the ancient sounds, sounds that have always been in this planet. Sounds that the angelic forces in the very very beginning, um, back to Atlantean days, the angels taught the the human race at that time. Sounds and of course the human race at that time were very much more related and connected and interrelated to that angelic force. So. The, the sounds created our languages. So these beautiful sounds were from the very beginning, and these sounds are actually the, the beginning of, of, of our language. So, so there are
1: listed in the book. There are things like the ringing or the roaring and the buzzing or whistling sounds or even sounds from, like, the drums or conch shells or instruments as we advance. These are the sounds that you're talking about
2: well those those are the sounds that you hear when you move into the inner dimensions, and okay. each of those sounds the bells or the drums or the trumpets those are those are actually very specific sounds in either the astral dimension or your your causal dimension those are very specific sounds those are kind of that's that is actually the path of listening that's a passive sound or you're listening and trying to tune into the sounds that you hear within yourself. The dynamic sounds are are sounds that when you intone them, you you bring in the divine energy itself because you're resonating with the energy of of that sound. So what happens is that you bring in those that dynamic sound, it changes your auric field, it changes your inner dimensions, and then you become more open and more receptive and you can begin to hear the the crickets, or the bees, or the violins, or the, the the waterfalls, or all the the multidimensionality of of what all these sounds really mean, because you're basically just moving from one room to another room and kind of experiencing the the reality of that of that room.
1: And and so we move from understanding the sound of ourself as well as being able to go into the sound of silence, which is the listening aspect. And he writes that. Creative sound is actually what maintains the coherence of all things, that it, it draws us within and without.
2: And we'll, well, at the moment, the divine is sounding. The, the divine, to, to keep creation moving, the divine itself is sounding. The planet Earth is sounding. The planet Earth is, is intoning sounds because it's maintaining creation. Your soul, your soul is, is sounding, is making sounds. Those sounds keep you here in the physical plane. When your soul decides that you need to pass on, your soul begins to intone different sounds, sounds that dissolve your being and you move into the death process. So the sound itself is incredibly powerful. And what also is important to understand is where there's sound, there's light. And when there's light, there's sound. So Sounding Light, which is the name of the publishing company, is that there, when there, where there is sound, there is light, and when there is light, there is sound. But we here on the physical plane, because of our limitations, it's so hard just to sit down and for someone to say, okay, visualize light. It's, that's hard for us to do in the way we are today. But we are able, because we have a voice, because it's a gift, The a very creative center, the throat center is an enormously creative chakra in our being, We are able to create sounds, so that has an enormous impact, because when we come together and create sounds, or we do it individually, we are bringing in energy into our being, we're bringing energy into the group, and that sound itself, because the divine is sounding, the divine comes into our being, comes into the group, and makes transformation.
1: My guest today has been William Von Host, and he is the editor of I'm Ray Valion's book, The New Planetary Reality, The Coming Avatar and the Nine Paths to Enlightenment. The reason is that we have... What's going on is that the same duality that is existing inside of you exists also in the cosmos. There's a bright reality, however, that is eternal, always stable, perfect, and ideal. And there is this reality, this world that you can always, that is always restless and is not and can never be perfect and ideal. You can, of course, try to improve it, but it will never reach the level of perfection of the soul on the spiritual dimensions. It is important to understand this because you will understand that the idea of of seeking enlightenment or everlasting life is where it all can come from, is what it is, is how to achieve it in this lifetime, that there are actually pathways that you can follow to get there. The nine paths to enlightenment from the new planetary reality encompass and include some of the way of transcendental sound, the way of transmission of divine power, visualizing the real, bondage and liberation, the way of divine breath, and more. You can find out more at soundinglight.com. You can also go to planetary-transcendental.com Transformation.org. Thank you so much, William, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It's been a pleasure to have this conversation. Next week, I hope that you will join me again for another exciting conversation, and we will peek into something else that is truly exciting as we discuss with Nia Nelly, her life, her book, and her music. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well.